This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 527 of the Good Neighbor Podcast and talk about a good neighbor. We have Dorothy Browning. She's with Goodwill Micro Enterprise Institute. Dorothy, how you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself, Charlie? Doing great. Doing great. And uh, man, you guys have uh, a lot going on. You certainly, I mean, talk about a history of helping out the community. So really looking forward to you sharing all the wonderful things that are going on at Goodwill Micro Enterprise Institute. Fill us in, Dorothy. Um, okay, so the Micro Enterprise Institute has been around for about 10 years. Uh, we started back in 2009 10, um, hmm. in the Great Recession, because there were a lot of people with no job opportunities, and some um, community leaders said, How can we help people, specifically low to moderate income people? find some opportunities in this horrible economy. And they said they stumbled onto the concept of micro enterprise, which is a um, under under talked about um, topic. I'll talk about that a little bit more. But they said this might be a way to help people start very small businesses that don't take a lot of money to start. And then they said, so who can we get to do this wonderful program? Um, And they said, well, who touches people that are low to moderate income already? And that would be goodwill through our stores. Um, and through, at the time, we had um, places called job links that help people come in, do everything from sharpen up their resume, do job searches, sign up for food assistance, all of those kind of things you need when you don't have a job. And so this is not a normal program for a Goodwill. I think we're the only, the only other Goodwill that I know of that does any kind of sustained microenterprise training is in Georgia. Um, hmm. But it was a fit because what's great about Goodwill is they say um, there's not a lot of, quote, control from our trade association. We get to say in our five county area what's needed. And at the time, this was certainly needed. So Goodwill took it on and um, it's sustained for 10 years. Wow. Wow. What about you know your journey, the journey into this? This is uh, I mean, it seems a little bit out of the box for Goodwill. What, um, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, We were really fortunate and um, there is a established program um, in Kansas City that used the same curriculum. The curriculum we used was developed by the Kauffman Foundation, which a lot of people have heard about. They're about the only foundation in America, pretty much totally dedicated to entrepreneurship. Um, So we had a really good curriculum we could pick up. We had support from the organization to tell us how they organized the program. And so um, it was fairly seamless. You just had to hire a couple of the right people. And then we needed a lot of great volunteers, um, which we have been able to um, find over the years to serve as our coaches and facilitators in the program. Yeah. Wow. Do you have uh, any success stories that you can share with us? We do. Um, Just overall statistics over 10 years, we have about 923 graduates at this point. Um, We are into our 100th class as of right now. We just started it last week. Um, We can track about 470 people that after the class decided to start a business. And we, as a, it's a mighty team of two here at Goodwill on the micro side. So we can't um, go back and find all 900 of our graduates, but we really work on trying to find the last three years of graduates. And say, are you in business, out of business? 
and we can track currently. And, you know, last year was not our greatest year to say who's in business or not because yeah, of the pandemic. Sure. But we can still track about 270 people who are actively in business. So not bad mm. statistics, given yeah. our target population is people who are starting very small businesses on very little money. Um, so awesome yeah, I'll, give you, I'll give you a couple of place-based businesses because that way people can run and, and um, visit them and, and shop at them. So um, in downtown Fort Myers and in Cape Coral, we have a graduate who started Wild About Popcorn, which is um, a popcorn business. But their business in downtown Fort Myers has a few other um, another options. They have everything from um, they partnered with Love Ice Cream. They have some wine slushies, so they have a variety oh, of wow. there. Their Cape Coral location is more just popcorn production and selling. Um, we have um, Zerilli's Chili Treats, who just this week um, had her seventh anniversary. Um, she was a Philly gal who moved down here and said there's no Philly ices down here. So um, started a business and is in her seventh year and doing really well. And um, where is where is that? I'm a Philly guy, so I got to check that uh, out. <laughs> well, you got to come to Cape Coral then, Charlie. She's out uh, on Pine Island Road um, next to Stevie Tomatoes. Um, she uh -huh. intentionally picked that location because it's everybody knows where Stevie Tomatoes is. Um, so it gave her some great instant uh, credibility of, oh, yeah, I know where that is. So yeah. um, we have an insurance agent who had been an agent for a lot of years but wanted to start her own business. She went through the class because she said, I really need to, I really need to know the business end a little better. Um, and the cool thing, I talked to her recently, she's now getting ready to expand to Georgia and hire somebody up there. The first thing she did with that person is said, I'm sending you this book. I want you to put together a business plan um, because the curriculum is that good. You can use that book and put together a business plan um, pretty much uh, without a lot of support. Of course, the class is wonderful at helping you really get that plan on paper. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so did all this come out of uh, the, the, the actual course and the curriculum out, out of, did you say Kansas City was? Uh, it did, yes. Uh -huh. yeah. The Kaufman Foundation. Yeah. 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 Ewing Kaufman, you probably remember him as owning the Royals when uh, the Royals were winners the first time. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, oh. And he's a really good story. He, uh, he came back from World War II and started being a pharmaceutical salesperson. And his boss, he did so well the first year, his boss cut his territory in half because he got a bigger bonus than his boss. Um, so <laughs> second year, he got a bigger bonus as a boss on half the territory. Boss cut yeah. his territory again. So then he left and started his own company grinding oyster shells in his basement. And that grew into Marion Merrill Dow. And that's how he funded the uh, Kaufman yeah. Foundation. So a really cool origin story. Wow. I never knew that. Very cool. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Wow. So how about outside of what you're doing there? What are you doing for fun? Um, well, you know, I do a lot of things for fun, but I love to talk about what Goodwill does uh, outside of our program because we couldn't be what we are without the support of Goodwill Southwest Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize everything Goodwill. They, they shop and donate. Um, and thank you. <laughs> but um, we take the proceeds from that and not only employ a lot of people that really need jobs, but we also do a lot of services related to individuals with developmental disabilities. So we have a school essentially here at our big Goodwill uh, corporate headquarters for adults with developmental disabilities. And these are the kind of individuals who were pretty much sitting at home watching TV or doing not much before. 
So they come here, they participate in this program that does everything from they create a newsletter, they do cooking, all the kind of social skills that they need um, and some you know limited life skills. Um, and it's a tremendous difference. You see them come in being nonverbal, non you know interactive. And by mm -hmm. the end of the program, they're just interacting, um, participating in group activities. So really, really um, nice to see. Uh, we have, we still have, we, they don't call them job links anymore. They call them community resource centers attached to some of our stores. People can still come in and get help with um, everything from signing up for food stamps, looking for a job to English as second language classes, um, all of those kind of score, um, core skills you may need if you're struggling or you're new to the area or you're new to the country. Wow. Wow. All right. How about when it comes to myths or misconceptions with Goodwill? Anything you hear that you can speak to? Oh, uh, yeah, all the time. A lot of people don't think we're a nonprofit. Um, they think we're a for-profit because if you go into a store, you think it's a for-profit. Um, and they don't realize that it truly is a nonprofit model. So the dollars that we make don't go into big salaries for our CEO. You can actually look up his salary online if you want to. Um, they go back into programs like the ones I just talked about. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the biggest myth about Goodwill is um, when you when you're supporting Goodwill, you really are supporting a lot of programs that help our community. Right. Right. Wow. Good stuff, Dorothy. Jeez. How about from a uh, you know, life challenge uh, standpoint, what comes to mind a, a period of time that you were challenged, uh, you made it through and you look back and say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah. Well, again, I'll go to the program. Um, COVID was really tough because we do in-person classes that meet twice a week, um, three hours a night for six weeks. So um, that wasn't really possible for a while last right. year, early this year. So we were able to pivot to Zoom. Thank goodness for Zoom mm -hmm. um, and continue doing our classes, uh, which worked really darn well. If you know Zoom, but the, some of the secret sauce of our class, Charlie, is that not only do you get some, quote, lecture time, some book time, we bring in subject matter experts, which everyone from an accountant to a lawyer to business insurance to marketing. So they get um, exposure to the people they really need on their team as entrepreneurs, and they get to ask them questions after a small presentation. But the secret sauce is really for about 40 minutes a night, they break out in a small group with a business coach. Um, and that business coach really helps that small group think about of all the things they heard, what does that mean to me and really get their plan because they're building a simple business plan mm -hmm. on paper. So um, going to Zoom was difficult. Um, you know, you would have babies in the scene, you would have dogs running in and out, but it worked. And it was kind of exciting because we were able to um, serve some people in Henry and Glades County, which is generally tough for us because they have to drive. So yeah. we're going to continue with at least one Zoom a year so we can help um, reach those more difficult areas. It was that successful. And yeah. the other thing um, I'll just mention, because I always like to do PR, is we're always looking for people who want to serve as business coaches. Um, and it's a time commitment. So people have got to think about it. But people who have recently retired from businesses, um, people who were accountants or, you know, those kind of key support persons and know how businesses work. Well, I would love to get in conversations with them to talk about, you know, would once a year they be willing to be a business coach for us? Because those are um, the key success factors, I think, in our program. Yeah. Yeah. And what a resource. My goodness. You know, folks have already been there, done that, have kind mm -hmm. of blazed a trail that yeah. Yeah. students can kind of piggyback off mm -hmm. of. 
Wow. Yeah, and the coaches are generally so generous. They're always saying, hey, here's a resource for you. Think about this. They'll meet with people outside of class sometimes if they're struggling, um, you know, to help them get that plan on paper. So yeah. they're, they're key. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about you guys? What would that be? Um, I think I would just talk about micro enterprise in general, because I bet a lot of people listening to this have never heard that word. Um, And its definition is five or fewer employees and generally cost thirty five thousand or less to start up. But people think, well, it's the big businesses that are important, right? It's getting hurts in, in town. But if you think about America, 90% of the businesses in America are micro enterprises um, and they are the major, quote, employer. And a lot of them are only employing themselves, but a lot add one or two. Um, Back when the recession, there was a a campaign for awareness and said if all the micro enterprises in America could hire just one person, we would have been at full employment. Mm -hmm. Um, and the other cool thing about microenterprise is that when a microenterprise um, makes a dollar in their business, guess where they spend it? In their community, right? So whereas a corporate dollar goes back to Delaware, wherever they're incorporated in and can get the lowest tax rate, um, the dollars of microenterprises tend to be spent right in their community. So a huge boost to the economy. Yeah, that's a real, real good point. The old uh, shop local adage, right? You know, Absolutely. it really makes an impact. Well. Good, good stuff. I know, Dorothy, there are folks who want to volunteer, want to learn more. You know, what's the best way for them to uh, get in touch? Yeah, well, a couple of ways. Um, I always hate to give out my number because it's hard for people to write it down, but it's um, 239-995-2106. And then my extension is 2215. You can also jump on our website, Goodwill SWFL. There's a tab on there called How We Help. So you can go under that tab and find micro enterprise and get to us and also look at all the other programs Goodwill is doing. Um, or you can email me at Dorothy Browning at Goodwill SWFL.org. Terrific. Well, Dorothy, thank you for being part of the show and for all you do. I love your, your passion and uh, wish you the best there. Thanks so much, Charlie. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.